All right. Are you ready for the word this morning? Awesome. Awesome. Uh, we're going to kick off a new series uh, for the next four weeks. Uh, I've just entitled My Shepherd. Psalm 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd. And the Lord is my shepherd. And so we're going to, this morning I really want to focus on, on this key topic of the good shepherd. If there's a good shepherd, then we also know that there's probably some bad ones too. The good shepherd. A shepherd is one that tends, or herds, feeds, and protects sheep. And we are sheep. Psalm 103, this is what it says. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. We are sheep. Would you turn to someone near you, nudge your neighbor, and say, we are sheep. Turn to someone else, your second choice, nudge that neighbor and say, we are sheep. Can I hear some sheep noises, maybe? Yeah, yeah, see? You're sheep. Okay. Go back to that first neighbor, nudge that neighbor, and let them know this. Sheep are dumb. <laughs> Some of you sit next to your spouse and husbands, you look really afraid to do this. It's okay. I give you permission. Nudge your neighbor. Now nudge your other neighbor and remind them. Sheep are dumb. Yeah. We are sheep. Sheep are dumb. Mm. Throughout scripture we read where the Lord says these people, they're like sheep without a shepherd. What in the world does that mean? Well, here's what happens when sheep don't have a shepherd. When sheep don't have a shepherd, they roam about aimlessly. They constantly get lost. Sheep are hardwired to just follow. And if you put sheep and had them walk in a circle, they would just constantly walk in a circle because they just are hardwired to just follow the butt of the sheep in front of them. <laughs> we are sheep. We are dumb. And so they, they just move about aimlessly, purposely, no purpose, constantly get lost. A sheep pay no attention to danger. Easy prey. Uh, sheep, uh, they get themselves into all kinds of trouble. Fall into holes, get snaggled and caught. And you're like, how, how in the world did you end up there? It's a sheep. And sheep are dumb. Sheep eat all kinds of things that are even poisonous and dangerous, and they never learn their lesson. So they're always eating things that harm them. They, they, they easily fall prey to wild animals. They're just an easy target. Uh, did you know sheep cannot find their own food? They can eat, but they can't find food. They have to be led to pasture. 
And so what will happen is the sheep will just eat all the grass in one area and then die. They can't find food. Uh, uh, sheep, if, if they even somehow were to survive out on their own, they say that in a matter of maybe just a couple few years, they would die. They would succumb to their coat, their, their uh, wool, overtaking them. Have you ever seen a picture of a sheep that had not been sheared in time? They eventually, their, their coat gets so heavy, they can't walk, they fall down, can't get back up, they can't eat because it covers their mouth and face. They will die if they don't get sheared. They get overtaken by their wool. And one wayward sheep can affect many. Because one wayward sheep goes, and, and then another's like, all right, there goes that butt. <laughs> we are sheep. Sheep are dumb. Here's the bottom line. Sheep cannot survive without a shepherd. Never have, never will. They cannot survive without a shepherd. And you need a shepherd. I think you need a good shepherd. Because there are bad ones. And you also can't live without a shepherd. So you need a shepherd. The question is, who's my shepherd? Who is my shepherd? Everyone needs a shepherd. Not everyone has one. Because even Jesus says, there are some sheep without a shepherd. And some have one, but they're not a good one. Ezekiel chapter 4 gives us a picture of this. Chapter 34, sorry. This is what Ezekiel chapter 34 says. It says, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Woe to you shepherds of Israel who only take care of yourselves. Should not shepherds take care of the flock? You eat the curds and clothe yourselves with the wool, and you slaughter the choice animals, but you do not take care of the flock. You have not strengthened the weak. You have not healed the sick or bound up the injured. You have not brought back the strays. You have not searched for the lost. You have ruled them harshly and, uh, with, and, and brutally, so they were scattered because there was no shepherd. Again, if there's no shepherd, sheep wander aimlessly. And when they were scattered, then they became food for wild animals. And my sheep wandered all over the mountains, and on every high hill, they were scattered over the whole earth, and no one searched for them. Now Ezekiel's specifically talking about the Israelite people being attacked and being exiled and being scattered. And, and the, the shepherds, the, the, the priests and the leaders of the time, not being godly people. But I think this, this also gives us an illustration from, from what happened there to what happens here. And that is God's people end up with no shepherd. That God has children that have yet to know the good shepherd. So who is your shepherd because without one we are prone to wander 
Without a good shepherd, we are prone to danger. We are prone to be attacked. We are prone to fall off cliffs, get, get trapped in the thorn bush. So the, the Lord is my shepherd. But for many, the world is their shepherd. If the world is your shepherd, you will have a world of pain. Ezekiel says, you have a shepherd that does not actually care for you. It only cares for itself. When you get lost, if you don't have a good shepherd, it won't come look for you. Because at that point, you're no good to it. You see, the world chews people up and spits them out. But constantly, people continue to look to the world for gain. They look to the world for significance. They look to the world for purpose. But what the reality is, they're just wandering from this thing to that thing, from that cause to this cause, never satisfied. If the world is your shepherd, you are in for a world of pain. Ezekiel continues on. In the 10th verse, it says, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Fine, I will rescue my flock. And he goes on in the 11th verse, for this is what the sovereign Lord says. I myself will search for my sheep. I myself will look after them. As a shepherd looks after his scattered flock when he is with them, so I will look after my sheep I will rescue them from all the places where they have scattered on a day of clouds and darkness. What I want to tell you today is that in your darkest days, there is a good shepherd who is working to rescue you. He he says, I'll do it. Fine, I will go rescue my people like a good shepherd would. And no matter where you found yourself, no matter what kind of dark corner of disparity you have found yourself, there is a good shepherd who is searching high and low for you. He'll stop at nothing until he finds you. The good shepherd actually says that he would leave the 99 sheep sitting in rows at church to go find the one that has wandered. He'll leave the 99 good ones that are saying, oh, come to us, good shepherd. He's saying, that's fine, great, dandy, wonderful. I'd rather go find the ones that are missing. You see, the good shepherd is on a mission to find those that have yet to join the rest of the flock. Because the flock means safety. It means provision. It means shelter. But those that are scattered are in great danger. Some of them are trapped. Some of them are stuck. And it is such Good news to know that there is a good shepherd that in your darkest day, he is working to rescue you. The prophet continues, Ezekiel chapter 34, verse 15. The Lord says, I myself will tend my sheep and have them lay down, declares the sovereign Lord. I will search for the lost and bring back the strays. I will bind up the injured and strengthen the weak. Come on, praise God. 
Praise God. He continues in the 23rd verse, I will place over them one shepherd, my servant David. He will tend to them. He will attend them and be their shepherd. And I, the Lord, will be their God. And my servant David will be prince among them. The Lord, I, the Lord, have spoken. Ezekiel is prophesying this not during the times of David, but after. So who is this David? Well, this, well, this David, every time we see David, this, this, this son of David, this, this King David that will, will one day come and like be this leader, or in this case, be the shepherd, is prophesying of one that will come in the line of David, the family of David, He's also called the root that will come from the stump of David. And it is prophesying of the Messiah. It's prophesying Jesus. So when you read in, this, in these scriptures, in the Old Testament, it's prophesying of David. You're like, well, David's dead. <laughs> it's speaking of one that will come in his line, Jesus. And so Jesus is the good shepherd. Jesus is the good shepherd that every sheep needs. And we are his sheep. And we are, come on, we are sheep, we are, mm, we're dumb. We need a good shepherd. We need a, we need a good, I, I need a really good shepherd. I need like a doctorate, master degree shepherd. I need the kind of shepherd that's like the God of the universe shepherd. Yeah. Because I'll I, I get lost, y'all. I'll lose my way. I'll make mistakes. I need forgiveness. I need direction. I need protection. You kidding me? We need protected. I need provision. I don't, it's, it, I'm like that sheep that's like, I don't, I don't know how to feed myself again. And he gives us his Holy Spirit that leads us to truth. Jesus is the good shepherd. We heard a lot about the wrong shepherd. We heard about bad shepherds. They only care for themselves. Jesus is the good shepherd. And this is what Jesus says in John chapter 10, verse 11. He says, I am the good shepherd. So don't just take my word for it. These are red letters. I am the good shepherd. And the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. You remember the bad shepherd. They only care for themselves. They don't even go after the lost sheep. Hey, we're missing five. Ah. The good shepherd lays down his life for sheep. A good shepherd prioritizes care of the sheep other shepherds prioritize care for themselves the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep other shepherds will sacrifice the sheep to protect themselves a good shepherd strengthens the weak until they're strong again other shepherds do nothing to help the weak 
The good shepherd searches for strays and returns them back to the flock, but other shepherds just leave those behind. The good shepherd protects the flock and keeps them all together, but other shepherds, predators attack them and scatter the flock and make them prone to becoming prey. Jesus is the good shepherd. If the world is your shepherd, you're going to be in a world of pain. Jesus says again in John 10, 14, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. You have a good shepherd, caregiver, one that will bind your wounds and strengthen you when you're weak. And he knows you. He knows you. And you can know him. John 10, 16. Jesus says, I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. And I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice. And there shall be one flock and one shepherd. Now Jesus is specifically talking about how how the the gospel is also not just for the Jews, but he's going to bring the Gentiles in too. And there will be no more separation amongst people, but there will be one flock, the church, and one shepherd, Jesus. And there's there's still yet people that are not part of the flock. And Jesus is still searching for them too. And maybe you're here today, you need to be brought into the flock. You need to be brought into the family of God, the kingdom of God, and you have lost your way. Jesus has been searching for you. Jesus has been looking for you. He says, I must bring them also. The greater Kokomo area is full of people that Jesus is looking to bring into the flock. Across all, all, all divisional lines that society has put up, Jesus is looking to bring all people back into the flock. Some of them are your neighbors. Some of them are your co-workers. Some of them might be your family members. But Jesus is looking to return them back to the flock. We're something like nine weeks away from Easter. And all these years later, Jesus is still looking to return people back to the flock. And there are people in your world that he's calling you to help him return people to the flock. To be a sheep and to be scattered is one of the most dangerous things. To be susceptible to the danger, to be susceptible to starvation, to be susceptible to being unkept and uncared for, being susceptible to prayer, to to pray, P-R-E-Y, and being devoured. Come on, how many of you remember how susceptible you were before you were returned to the flock? Jesus says, I must Bring them also. So the question, is the Lord your shepherd? Is the Lord your shepherd? We are sheep, and we are dumb. And maybe there's been a time that you've decided to make the Lord the shepherd of your life, and yet there is a tendency for sheep to wander. There are times when Jesus says, hold up, 
I'm missing one. And that one was me. We tend to wander. Because sheep have drifting tendencies. They drift into danger. They drift away from food and water. They drift away from shelter. They drift sometimes because of the influence of another. And ultimately drift and wander away from their purpose. Here's what Isaiah says. Isaiah says in chapter 53, we all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us have turned to our own way, and the Lord has laid on him, Jesus, the iniquity of us all. Sheep tend to drift. My challenge to us this morning is to evaluate our lives Where in our lives have we drifted? And I think right now the Holy Spirit can begin to show us the areas in our lives where we have allowed drift to take place. And we need to course correct. That course correction is the good shepherd saying, hey, 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 get back in the flock. There's danger out there when you're alone. I am the good shepherd. I'll watch over you. Protect you. God to keep you together. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. It's not on the screen, but Matthew chapter 9, verse 36 says, When Jesus saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. You see, Jesus has such compassion. It grieves him when he sees people being harassed and beaten and helpless because they don't have a shepherd. I pray that New Life Church, that we have that same kind of compassion for others. That they need to come into the flock. They need a good shepherd in their life. Like sheep without a shepherd. Luke 15, it's not on the screen, verse 3, then Jesus told this parable. He says, suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one. Doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. And then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me. I found my lost sheep. I tell you, Jesus says, that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over the 99 righteous persons who do not repent. There's a sign that hangs in my office right behind my desk. It has two words on it. It says, one more. And every day I, get, I look at that sign in my office and I say, one more, Lord. One more this Sunday. One more this week. One more person into a life group. One more person serving on a team. One more person repenting. One more person to being discipled. One more. 
Let's one more our way into saving a city. Come on. Let's one more our way into seeing marriages restored, children correcting their lives and following Jesus. Let's one more our way to seeing the addicted set free, the bound liberated. Let's one more our way. One more. All of heaven rejoices over one more. One more. Would you stand to your feet with me this morning? I think heaven is prepared right now. I think that there are confetti cannons, silly string, and a cake with your name on it. Because someone here today, you are the one more. You're the one more. You're the next that's going to discover their purpose. You're the one more that is soon to repent and change. You're going to course correct. Join the flock. Find your purpose. Walk in freedom. Be liberated from what has been weighing you down because the good shepherd He has seen the trail of where you have been. They went that way. Oh, they went this way now. And he knows right where you are. He wants to scoop you up out of that ditch and return you to the fold. Your coat is overgrown. You've got marks of of wounds from predators that you've nearly escaped. Nearly got you. You're the one more. So God, right now, I just pray that right now, Lord, your Holy Spirit would begin to just do what only you can do. Show us the areas of our lives where we have drifted and need to course correct. Lord, I pray for for somebody today that is, is ready to say, I know I need to do something different with my life. And may the first step of change be a step back to you, back into the fold of the flock, returning to the good shepherd, and then become strong. And then the injuries and wounds can be tended to. But the first step is a step back to God. And if you're here this morning and you're ready to say, I am ready to get my life right, I've drifted in some ways, I need to take that step back to God. I've, I need to course correct, if that's you this morning, I want you to pray with me here in a moment. It's a simple prayer, it doesn't have to be my words, just make them yours. You pray it in the quietness of your own heart. It's just a prayer of simply saying, God, I'm returning back to you. It's a prayer of, re- of repentance, of one of saying, I'm leaving that way of thinking I'm leaving that behavior behind. I'm returning to you. So if you need to return to the Lord in some way, if you've drifted in an area of your life, or you just need to finally come home, this moment is for you. You're the one more.
So Lord, would you forgive me? I've lost my way. I've drifted. I've dabbled in things I just know I shouldn't have. And I need freedom. There's been a heaviness in my life that I can't explain, and I'm just ready to just walk free from that heaviness. There's been this dark cloud over my life. I've been like a sheep without a shepherd. And Lord, I am ready to submit myself to your care, your lordship, your authority. And now I understand it's not because you want to control my life, but you care for it. Because you're a good shepherd and I'm just a sheep. Would you do that? In Jesus' name. We're going to sing one last song together. And as we do, I just pray that the Lord would just minister to your heart, begin to heal wounds, and strengthen you today. Let's worship one more time.